0: Second part of session 36. Now we can get into polarity as we approach the higher self. Let's start. In the last part, we gave a pretty good foundation for what the higher self is and also the complex totality or the totality being that is also an aspect of ourselves. And it goes with all of this that uh, we can call a higher intelligence or the system of the higher self and it's important just to remember that we're talking about a sort of Uh, information stream that is coming from source all the way down to us and what we find when we try to understand different aspects of the one being is that we can create an infinite amount of um, I would say definitions or identities or aspects but it's always well to keep in mind that you know we're talking about unity or a one being But, um, of course, you know, if we want to understand how this information streams down, it's almost like giving, you know, specific parts to a river. Every part can be subdivided infinitely. So it's, um, it's well to know that while we're talking about specific portions of one thing, it is just one thing that we're talking about. So with that in mind, we may not get lost too much into the nuances of explaining what the higher self is and who we are and if it's a different entity than us, and how we communicate with it. Because our human mind, which is actually buried in um, or hidden under a veil of separation, of seeming uh, separation, which is an illusion, uh, can also start creating um, separation between the one being that we all are. So uh, I know that's kind of an abstract um, idea, play with especially here in this density but if you have been watching all these videos then chances are this is not too abstract to yourself and moreover I strongly believe that if you are watching this and you have watched the past videos then for sure what you're doing is just remembering you're not learning this from uh, for the first time maybe in the future this will be content that would be appealing for people who have never seen this in their incarnations, uh, people who are um, going through the process of evolution through uh, third density for the first time, but certainly people like you who are interested in these times on this information and evolution uh, of the soul, then this is just remembering, refreshing what you already know. So, uh, all right, so with that introduction, that in mind, I also want to go back a little bit on the session because I kind of ended um, not session but video I kind of ended in 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 a transition of question that I just want to refresh so we're going to go back to what Ra was saying I need to go back to uh, question 3610 and we'll start from there so in the last video I covered this question so I'm just gonna refresh it 3610 Don asks well, let me be sure I understand this then. We have spoken of certain particular individuals. For instance, we were speaking of George Patton in a previous communication. Then his higher self at the time of this, uh, his incarnation here as George Patton about 40 years ago, his higher self was at that time Sixth Density. Is this correct? This is a very short answer from Ra saying this is correct. But they also go on to say, which is what we're going to transfer into the next question, we make, sh- we make note at this time that each entity has several beings upon which, call, uh, it- which to call for inner support. Any of these may be taken by an entity to be the mind-body-spirit complex totality. However, this is not the case. This was explained in the different aspects that we have access to, uh, guides, ancestors, and so on. But Ra goes on to say, The mind-body-spirit complex totality is a nebulous collection of all that may occur held in understanding. The higher self itself, a projection or a manifestation of mind-body-spirit complex totality, which then may communicate with the mind-body-spirit during the discarnate part of a cycle of rebirth or during the incarnation may communicate in the proper pathways of channels or channels through the roots of mind it are open. All right, I read that pretty bad. <laughs> uh, so in essence, uh, what they're saying is, um, they were explaining, you know, how we, we do have... Uh, assistance from guides and angels and every other entity that exists in its process of evolution or in the case of angels and other beings that reside in specific part of sub densities which is nothing we should be concerned about uh if you have a question about that just leave it in the comments and i'll gladly elaborate on that but um yeah going back to you know this uh, this it sh- this shouldn't be confused with the totality beingness totality beingness they're explaining just as a refresher. Totality being is, is that one aspect of the self that is one halfway into the creator or union with the creator, and the other half projecting back all its lessons and understandings and information streaming from the total understanding of the creation before uniting, uh, uniting with uh, with the creator. So that projects the higher self and that higher self exists to receive that information from the totality uh being to the incarnate portion which is us or discarnate portion which is when we die into third density so it's almost like a reflection of a reflection is our higher self and in that way uh, we can communicate with the higher self and this is the part that that, um, transfers into the next question they say they can uh, communicate during the incarnation uh, if the proper pathways or channels through the roots of mind are open. If these pathways, which are, are, f- I want to say it's a combination. This, this can get complicated, by none, and it get complicated because we humans like to give specific r- roots and and channels to how to do things. Uh, but it's a combination of will. Uh, faith, and of course, you know, a deeper understanding, an expansion of consciousness, and uh, more importantly, which is, you know, it it comes at the same time, or before, or, but it has to come, you know, in in the process of, is the clearing of the blockages in the lower three energy centers, which are concerned with the illusion, so we cannot be too involved in the illusion, and communicate with higher self, it's it's a no-no, in essence. That doesn't mean we have to be completely crystallized to communicate with higher self. Uh, Information is just expanded when we are clearer in our lower energy centers. But um, that's what they're referring to. However, Don is going to question this specifically. That's all the refreshers. So now we can go into um, the new content of this video. We have a lot to cover. So, Don says, These channels would then be opened by meditation, and I'm assuming that intense polarization would help in this. Is this correct? Ra says, This is partially correct. Intense polarization does not necessarily develop, in the mind-body-spirit complex, the will or need to contact the Oversoul. Each path of life experience is unique. However, given the polarization, the will is greatly enhanced, and vice versa. So. Um, Don's question was about the channels that are needed to be open. And he questioned about, I say, uh, okay, meditation. This is the partially correct one, that meditation does open these channels. That is true. But when he says, I am assuming that intense polarization would help in this, that's where Ra says, no, no. um, Polarization or intense polarization does not develop because um let's um, just read because they they just read okay intense polarization does not necessarily develop in the mind body spirit complex the will or need to contact the Oversoul yes yeah, so intense polarization doesn't uh we don't need to polarize intensely to communicate with higher self um they, they just say that is uh interchangeable not interchangeable but it works both ways like the more polarized you are the more will you have and the more will you have the more polarization you potentially have or already have, you know, from from increasing your will. So um, this is this is actually really satisfying to know because I can speak for myself when I I remember opening myself to this spiritual, you know, woo woo thing that I considered in the path and I didn't understand the law of one actually helped me a lot to put things into context, because I was very scientific. In fact, I was an atheist for the vast majority of my life. For those who don't know, uh, so as an atheist and almost a nihilist, I, I it was hard for me to, to put into context all this stuff. And it's great news because, again, you know, in my older mind, um, I used to think that, you know, to become spiritual, you had to just go through a whole lot of process and, you know, be this, this super connected being. But the truth is that, you know, it's not so difficult, you know, all you need to do is be very mindful and that mindfulness is really what pays off. And all that mindfulness, just as like Don said, meditation is a great way to relax. It's almost like, you know, when you're, when you're, um, um, when you're constricted in your blood vessels, you you don't have too much blood, and that's why you know high pressure, high blood pressure increases. Right? High blood pressure, goes high. <laughs> so you know because you're constricted, you're you're stressed, and meditation relaxes you. So it's like vasodilation for your blood vessels, and then it flows easier. So meditation can be seen this way, just in this context that we're talking about. So you can see that. Information could just flow more, and now the will is the one, like you're saying, um, the will is the one that uh, decides to communicate. I mean, it just makes sense, right? If you are intensely um, focusing your will into mundane matters, uh, which is totally normal, you know, you're doing your, your thing, you're going to work, you're dealing with people, whatever it is that your life requires to be uh in immerse in the illusion, then higher self-communication is, you know, restricted. You are constricted. So this is why meditation, no matter what type of lifestyle you have, no matter if you're still in the matrix, you know, in the control system and so on, you could be working in a bank and whatnot and you can still have a lot of mindfulness. So, you know, this this is why then your will when you're meditating or simply relaxing contemplating um you know, not watching Netflix, although there is a case for saying that you may just put something on and relax and kinda like I don't know, watch whatever is there but not really observe it. You know what I mean? Just mindfully be away from, from the from the illusion. Then that will can be directed towards the higher self and talk to it. And it I mean the intelligence that already exists in you. So I can go on talking about this for a while, but we have more to cover. And that's what I just wanted to wrap up with. The channels that are being open is with your, where you're putting your your intention is, uh, you know, where your energy goes to. So that intention of where you want to put, that's your will, you know, that's, that's where your energy is going to be spent. And, you know, the return is always like the universe, you know, the universe is just a mirror for you. So anyhow, Let's go to next question, 3612, where Don says, let me take as an example, the one you said was called Himmler. We are assuming from this that his higher self was of sixth density. And it was stated that Himmler, Heinrich, Himmler, had selected the negative path. Would his higher self then dwell (coughs) in a sixth density negative type of situation? Could you expand on this concept? Raz? it's a really good question, actually. There are no negative beings which have attained the Oversoul Manifestation and that bracket and star there I believe is because it's implied they meant uh, negative beings. Um, So yeah, they have attained the Oversoul Manifestation, which is the honor duty of the mind-body-spirit complex totality of late sixth density, as you would term it in your time measurements. These negatively oriented mind-body-spirit complexes have a difficulty which to our knowledge, has never been overcome. For after fifth density graduation, wisdom is available but must be matched with an equal amount of love. So, quick pause here. Um, Okay, so, Himmler. Himmler, uh, Nazi Germany, of course, very negative being. They talked about him already, and this Himmler, um, it gives a really good insight. We're gonna get, that's why I titled this, you know, um, polarization or you know the polarity of the higher self even though it's kind of misleading but um the point is that we can get an in, an understanding of how negative beings progress through the illusion of separation until they reach sixth density which is where they they need to uh realize that to advance any further they just need to Uh, break the illusion, in essence. There are many ways that people interpret this. I'm going to give my own particular way of interpreting it because it just makes sense to me. So if it does make sense to you, great. If not, then just uh, reject it, as usual. So the question is, you know, if Himmler's higher self was uh, negative. And so there is a sort of distinction here because of the progress of how the uh the entity that the, the mind body spirit complex advances through the densities they get to fifth density like they said you know when they graduate to to uh to sixth density from fifth density which is possible um they do see that you know uh, with their wisdom that to advance any further they need to uh, like they say they match they need to match match it with an equal amount of love and they're approaching infinity Keep that in mind. So you need to have an infinite amount of love. That means that they realize, oh my God, if I need to keep loving myself as the creator, because remember that they feel they are gods. At that point, they do feel like they are uh, ruling the universe. But at that point, when they realize that to, um, and I'll probably expand this a little bit more, but that's the foundation of the sixth density negative being, which is approaching higher self, um, this sixth density negative being says I am God I am controlling the universe so for them to keep controlling the universe it's one step only to say oh to control the, your, the whole universe I just need to become myself and myself is God but uh, you know everything else is God so this is the, the big, big aha moment of so you can almost say that the negative being is polarizing towards the positive positive, even mean, though they're losing polarity at this point, but that's beyond you know the complexity of what we want to talk about here. But they polarized towards the positive at the end of the revolution. That's just their their journey, you know their goal. Uh so that's why, you know, there's no separation. There's only the illusion of separation. So yeah, I don't think I miss anything else. Um I maybe, let me just reread. We should have attained the oversoul they say, of course, you know, there are no negative beings that have attained the oversoul manifestation, which is another word for higher self. They use it interchange- interchangeably. Sometimes they may use it just like they call galaxies or universes, and they use it very um, varying, not very, but small varying um, definitions. So, in any case, it is the honor of unity of the mind bodys spirit complex, totality of late six density, right? So, these negative oriented. Uh, entities have difficulty. I think I covered this pretty much. Um, it's never overcome. Yeah, that's that, That's fine. Let's go to the next part of Ra's answer. They say, this love light is very, very difficult to achieve in unity when following the negative path, illusion. And during the earlier part of Sixth Density, society complexes of the negative orientation will choose to release the potential and leap into the Sixth Density positive. Therefore, the oversoul, which makes its understanding available to all who are ready for such aid, is towards the positive. However, the free will of the individual is paramount, and any guidance given by the Higher Self may be seen in either the positive or negative polarity, depending upon the choice of a mind-body-spirit complex. This gives huge context for what it is that Higher Self-communication with us and how we receive it here um, reflects our reality. Okay, so they just explained how diff- difficult it is, you know, to achieve unity in the illusion. Um, just I, they, sh- I don't know why they say it's not impossible. Maybe because they haven't progressed to seven density, and they're very careful not to leave something that can be interpreted wrong. So, but it seems to me that it's um, it's uh, it's a paradox. If they could achieve, you know, unity in separation, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my human mind, you know, it's not complex enough, um, or it's too complex, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And it just, you know, it just, I don't know, it just feels right in my heart, let's put it that way, Um, that they need to, you know, unite to achieve unity. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, society complexes just decide, you know, to release the potential, potential being, you know, that uh, the difference, the potential difference between, you know, separateness and, and unity. That is the Sixth Density, and leap into the Sixth Density positive, which is Unity. Therefore, the Oversoul, which makes it, its understanding available to all who are ready for such aid, is towards the positive. The Oversoul, uh, again, Higher Self, is um, the the information streaming down to the Third Density being, in this case. And uh, they do do it in the positive way, because there is no other option. I mean, that's what they do. However the information that is received by us is um, its processed, you know in either the positive or the negative because we are here in polarity so um, I'll give you some examples of this as we go on but um, so I don't linger too much here that is let's keep that in mind you know how we perceive this information from the higher self because we're talking about polarity here in this video and that's what's important that's what I meant so Don says then using Himmler as an example was his higher self at that time he was incarnate in the 1940s a six density positively oriented higher self the answer is this is correct this was already implied in the last question so don says was himmler in any way in contact with his higher self at the time while he was incarnate in the 1940s and here is some golden nuggets from Ra, where he's or they say we remind you that the negative path is one of separation. What is the first separation? Is a question. The self from the self. The one known as Himmler did not choose to use its ability of will and polarization to seek guidance from any source, but its conscious drives, self-chosen in the life experience and nourished by previous biases created in other life experiences. Here we have another huge insight into what a negative being is in third density. A uh, check this out. So first they say um, we remind you that the negative path is one of separation. Big word there separation. What is the first separation? The self from the self. So we can see it in two ways. The self is separating from itself. Okay, the self lower self is separating itself from the higher self in in essence and that's the question that don is asking you know was he getting was he getting information from his higher self sure the stream was coming down but he was opting not to listen to it or listen to it when it would benefit him into the negative uh philosophy which mean manipulation control power over others and so on so that information is streaming down but Himmler is filtering In the case of Himmler, is filtering that information and saying, yeah, let me use that uh, for controlling others. You know, like you were given a power. Say you, you realize because your higher self says, you know, you have a great power of speech. Your, you know, your throat chakra is so powerful. And Himmler says, oh, really? So I can twist my honesty and I can become dishonest. And in that way, I can manipulate other. Or his higher self might say, you're a very loving being. And he would say, oh, love is the key to seduce others. And then I will use and twist the meaning of love to control others. Because that's what they do. That's how negative beings progress in uh, in the densities. Because they do have access to love and wisdom, but they twist it. And that's how they manipulate other beings in lower densities and in their own densities as well. So again... The self from the self is separated. And the other, the other way we can see the self from the self separation is obviously, you know, themselves as they see themselves, the ego self from other people, from other selves. They don't care about other people. They care about themselves. So they keep going. The one known as Himmler did not choose to use its abilities of will and polarization to seek guidance from any source, but its conscious drive. So in essence, like I said, you know, he didn't care about that information that was coming through uh, from source for polarization in the sense of um, polarization in general. So this is why polarization in the negative—it's an illusion. It's a process of feeding the illusion of separation. And you know they do this, and this is the key moment when they say, from any source, they didn't get from—they didn't care from any source, but it's conscious drives because the higher self even can communicate through other people. You know they can guide you to other people to this is why all of a sudden you know you're having a hard time and suddenly your friend texts you and says the right thing or you browse Instagram and you see one of my posts and you see you know something that it's imp- inspiring hopefully <laughs> or it's something like that you know it just goes through the day you know your higher self is guiding your attention to give you that inspiration that comes from source so Hitler said I don't care you know from for that i only care about my conscious drives intellect drives you know the illusion the maya self chosen in the life experience meaning right now or in the now at the moment <laughs> and nourished by previous biases creating other life experiences meaning other incarnations he develops some sort of biases towards um i don't know control power uh, manipulations and so on and so he derived from that so this is, this is so cool, so much we can get out of this to understand the path of separation. <clears throat> and this is not only to understand you know, those who are negative. We have a lot of negativity inside of us, not because we as a being are something, because we're not, but that's deep philosophy. <laughs> the point is that we as individuals are carrying the weight of our ancestors, and it's an honor and a duty to carry that weight that is why we release this weight by working on ourselves. All entities tell us to always work on ourselves forget about others in that way you know work on ourselves because as you work with yourself and you release all this you are more open to to just help others without you even intending to do it so very important in any case that negativity is in us. And it's an honor to carry it. That's the shadow of the heart that I call, and it really is an honor to have it because ugh, I can go on on this for for a long time because this is just you know inner work. Um, you know, the more you release this, it, it's even more freeing for for you because you become lighter, you just become you know so much more in harmony with everything, your whole life. So, yeah, it's it's important to recognize that we have that negativity inside of us. Um, and it's not something to get obsessed about. Actually, just um, accept it. That's it. Accept it. Once you accept it, it just becomes... It ceases to be part of the illusion. See? No separation. It's acceptance. Even of the self, of course. Alright, so next question. Don says, well... Then, let's say that when Himmler, for instance, reaches Sixth Density Negative at the beginnings of Sixth Density Negative, at this time, would it be the case that an entity would realize that his higher self is Sixth Density Positively Oriented, and, for that reason, make the jump from negative to positive orientation, and Ra says this is incorrect. The Sixth Density Negative entity is extremely wise. It observes the spiritual entropy, Occurring due to the lack of ability to express the unity of sixth density. Thus loving the creator and realizing at some point that the creator is not only self but other self as self. This entity consciously chooses an instantaneous energy reorientation so that it may continue its evolution. So I, um, I already laid the foundation for this and you can understand it easily. So we'll just go through it and they say sixth density negative entity which there is. Obviously, once they graduate from 56, it's almost like saying, all right, what's the next lesson in this beautiful density of myself? And then they realize that myself is other self, uh, in essence, because they see uh, the, uh, they use the word entropy here? Yes, spiritual entropy. It observes the spiritual entropy, meaning that it just, uh, they lose that, um, um, that spiritual mass that they have been accruing by loving themselves. People would ask like, how are they accruing this energy? How are they uh, expanding their consciousness so much? And I remind you that it is a very difficult path to take the negative one because you can only love yourself. And that love is so intense that you can see yourself as the creator, which is true. You know, that is, it's kind of like the paradox of uh, of the negative entity, but it is true you know, you, you see yourself as the creator. So at that point, because you're so in love with the creator that you are, you know, the you that is false, all you need to do, or all that Himmler would need to do, I'm not sure where Himmler is, but it's a it's an example that Don gave. Um, as a Sixth Density being negative, all they need to do is accept themselves as other selves, and that's, you know, the way of unity in Sixth Density So. Loving the creator, the self, uh, and realizing at some point that the creator is not only self, but also the other self, itself. self. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of like a, a tongue twister to say that, you know, realizing that everybody's one. <laughs> this entity consciously chooses an instantaneous energy or reorientation. So that's it, you know, instead of looking inwards, or not looking inwards in the sense that we know it, but looking at themselves as the universe and all that exists and everything else being separated, the more they see the macroscopic, like, all right, I am God, I am everything. And then they see like, oh, if I am everything, then I am you as well. So I have been, you know, separating myself from you for no reason. So it's time to just merge. And so, row one. Next question. says. Then, the sixth density entity who has reached that point in positive orientation may choose to become what we call a wanderer and move back. I am wondering if this ever occurs with a negatively oriented sixth density entity. A really good question. Do any move back as wanderers? Process. once the negatively polarized entity has reached a certain point in the wisdom density, it becomes extremely unlikely that it will choose to risk the forgetting. For this polarization is not selfless but selfish. And with wisdom realizes the jeopardy of such wandering. Occasionally a sixth density negative entity becomes a wanderer in an effort to continue to polarize towards the negative. This is extremely unusual. This makes sense. So Don is saying, in essence, you know, is it possible that a young sixth density negative being, because they can only be in the earlier parts of sixth density. Uh, Sixth density, negative, only exist in the lower parts. So if we can extrapolate, say, a third density being 75,000 years ago, uh, a human 75,000 years ago, they were all in the earlier parts of development of a human, right? So they didn't know anything about love in the sense of, you know, self and other self and so on. So we have to go through a process that, <laughs> uh, funny enough, took us thousands of years, and it's still ongoing. So <laughs> we have a special planet here anyways. So in any case, um, in the same way, a six density negative being needs to go through the process of realizing unity, but that takes time, so don't is one of those early sixth-density negative beings capable of wandering here, or you know, in third density, which is, you know, where they can come and be wanderers? And Ra says that they are extremely wise, so they know that they can risk a lot in the forgetting because they may, you know, in 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 the process of doing this, they can lose, they can they can lose a lot of polarization. So they are very wary, you know, of doing this. Um, So they don't risk it, but they do say that occasionally a six-density negative may become a wanderer in an effort to continue to polarize towards the negative. Um, This is extremely unusual. I believe, and this is just my speculation, that it would have to be in a a very um, negative-oriented environment. Like, uh, we'll discover soon by... Um, Again, by abstraction, but, um, you know, um, I'll give some other examples when we get to that point. But it it would have to be in a very negative, because imagine if a a Sixth Density negative being would, I don't know, uh, risk being incarnated in a village, you know, where people are just, meh, normal, you know, they don't care much about life. They risk a lot, you know. Even you know, even in a in a village like that, or a city, or whatever, you know, it's risking a lot because you know, they don't want to be loving, they don't want to be caring, they don't want to be kind, they don't they don't want to see us, you know, scum, uh, uh, peasants. (laughs) They don't want to see us like that. So it's extremely unusual. So we can move on to the next question. Thirty-six seventeen. Don says. Then, what is the motivation for the. Oh, let me finish that question first. So that's Don. What is the motivation, um, what is the mechanism that this unusual six density entity would wish to gain to polarize more negatively through wandering? And I remind you as I'm reading this that I am reading the realism version, so I have uh, actually the raw contact to be more specific. So it has a lot of these moments where Don kind of fumbled with the. With the words. So in any case, we go on to Ra's answer. The question was, you know, what is the mechanism that this unusual sixth density entity would wish to gain to polarize more negatively through wandering? Which is why would they want to come here? And Ra says, the wanderer has the potential of greatly accelerating the density whence it comes in its progression, in its progress in evolution. This is just in general, any wanderer. This is due to the intensive life experiences and opportunities of the third density. Thusly, the positively oriented wanderer chooses to hazard the danger of the forgetting in order to be of service to others by radiating love of others. As you can see, Rhys continuing to talk about uh, the wanderer in general, not the negative one. If the forgetting is penetrated, the amount of catalyst in third density will polarize the wanderer with much greater efficiency. Then, shall we? Then shall be expected. Then um, shall be expected in the in the higher and more harmonious densities. Okay, so let's just reread this as we go through. Um, it's curious to know or notes, that Ross talking about when um, you know Don was clearly asking about the negative, so they're going to get into that. But Ross given like the you know the broad perspective of why a wanderer would come in here. And we can see this for ourselves, of course, because we are in the process of penetrating this veil. And so, uh, the Wanderer has the potential of gradient accelerating the density where we came from. So, if you came from Fort, Fifth, or Dix, or Dix, not sure, <laughs> what kind of density is that? Probably negative oriented people come from Dix. <laughs> uh, um, negative density. <laughs> I love it. So,. <laughs> Um, so, uh, depending on the density of where you come from, you can actually accelerate uh, your progress in polarization due to the life um, uh, experience that we have here. Ra has said in other sessions that it's like 100 times more intense, the lessons that we get here. And I would say that planet Earth is probably more, but that's just me speculating. So, it's, it's we can increase polarization. Uh, tremendously our polarization from here Uh, I'll give you an example Jesus came from four density and uh, Ra said that he already graduated to fifth density because he was I mean his his work here was phenomenal of course so you can see how greatly he polarized um, in just uh, I don't know how how long it took him maybe right away he could he would graduate to fifth density who knows? But he came from four density. Was a four density wanderer. So that is because um, we uh, we uh, it, it's a gamble. You know, we we choose to forget. We go through the forgetting process, and um, when we do that, we risk you know forgetting who we are and you know polarizing toward the negative or depolarizing. But that also um, you know it, it increases our our. Capability of being in service to others by radiating love of others. If, if the forgetting is penetrated, the amount of catalyst in third density will polarize the wonder with much greater efficiency than shall be expected, uh, than shall be expected in the higher and more harmonious densities. Of course, if you penetrate, which is again what we're doing now, the forgetting process, they say the forgetting process, no, they penetrate if the forgetting, or the veil, this is the veil. If we pierce the veil, then we have the possibility of polarizing greatly here, and great efficiency, which is what we're all looking for right now. You know, this life. This is why I, especially I, me, I'm talking uh, for myself. I decided to dedicate my life to this because I, well, first I derive great joy by just you know, it, it's not even, it's not even a goal for me. It's just you're in the river, you're floating, and you're going through. Just phenomenal. I'll probably record a video of to why I decided to dedicate my life to this, but it, I won't, you know, do much honor to what really feels, you know, to be in in, in this um, in this process. Which is not even the videos that I record in this, which I share. It's just, you know, a way for me to, um, I don't know, express, to vent out all the, I don't know, the the inspiration, the lights, everything that I feel, the love, you know, my unity with everything. In any case, you know, it just, it feels awesome. So, you know, once you penetrate, and as you go through the process of penetrating this uh, this veil, then you can see, you know, it's uh, the intensity of this. And yeah, you know, it's just something that you love doing. So, anyhow. Uh, Ra's going to go now to answer Don's question specifically about the negative entity to why they would come here. So Ra says, similarly, the negatively-oriented wanderer dares to hazard the forgetting in order that it might accelerate its progress in evolution and its own density by serving itself in third density, by offering to other selves the opportunity to hear the information having to do with negative polarization. So that is the negative philosophy that we are familiar with of domination, uh, slavery, um, manipulation, and control, power over others, and so on. So, yeah, you know, they hazard, you know, the forgetting in order that they can, it's almost like, you know, they know they're negative and they know they want control and power. So they say, you know, if I can go through the process of forgetting who I am and I can be even more, like I, ha- I can have more experiences controlling other people blindly because they don't remember who they are. And they can't I would say that it's even harder for them because they can't even rely on higher self. Higher self is, you know, a beautiful guide here because it's guiding us through to the light. Whereas they they need to continue to work blindly in the illusion of separation. So uh, but if they do, then they greatly polarize. Um, funny enough, it's you know jokes on them because then <laughs> a negative six density says, "All right, I polarize. I risk everything to uh, continue in the darkness, so I can find the light. The light, what I have been avoiding all this time. Ah, what a joke! That would be <laughs> cosmic joke. So, yeah, you know they they do the same thing, uh, going beyond what." You know it's supposed to be here okay so Don says are there any examples of six density negatively polarized wanderers in our historical past and raw you can hear the screeching of the tires here as he slams the brakes or they slam the brakes and they say this information could be harmful we withhold it please attempt to view the entities about you as part of the Creator we can explain no further this is law of Confusion. And them saying, no way we're going to say that. You know, no way we can talk about historical people who have been negative here. I can think about a couple of things, even historical figures that they can say that. um, What was the question exactly Don asked? If there are uh, six density negatively polarized. See, like they talk about Genghis Khan, uh, Rasputin, and I forgot who was the other, uh, Taras Bulma, that they were harvested into negative, and they were fine with that, but somehow they don't want to talk about six density six density, talking beautiful today, six density negative beings in um, here first of all, Ra could possibly say, you know I don't know does this mean that there are or have been negative beings here on planet Earth? negative six density, of course Uh, I don't know maybe they mean like oh you know when they tell us they tell they ask you something like you know uh were you with somebody at the party and you say like "Hmm, i cannot say but you're already saying like you were (laughs) but you never said it so are they saying that or are they saying that you know i cannot say because you need to figure it out for yourself but um yeah you know hard to hard to tell we have been for a great part of, of our history, very negative, so possibly. I. This is the point where I was going to say that maybe uh, we have a say, um, maybe we don't, and negatively, because I was just thinking, you know, there are planets who are, that are negative, uh, polarized, negatively polarized. Orion must have several planets that are completely negative. So they have this corporate ladder, you know, all the way through the societal structures. So uh, maybe 6th density negative beings incarnate there so they can polarize because they feel safer. Because they're in a negative planet, not like this one. That has always been attempt to be polarized towards positive and there's been this tug of war over time. Who knows? But in any case, I don't want to speculate here any further. I don't know. Use your discernment. It's up to you. So they say we would hold it, and I would hold it myself. I just gave a little bit more information than um, possibly necessary, but I love what they say. They say, "Please attempt to view the entities about you as part of the Creator." We can explain no further, because that is the idea. The idea is that you see negative, positive, whatever, rocks, you know, planets, galaxies, uh, I don't know, dogs, whatever. Everything is the Creator. So. Please attempt to view the entities about you as part of the creator. Fire, water, whatever, you know, everything is the creator. That is the path of the adept. So, we go on to questions that I believe were in Book 5. So, like I said, I'm using the raw contacts based on the re-listened version, and I have all the questions here anyways. So, no Book 5 for us. Everything's included here. All right, Don says thirty-six nineteen. Thank you. I was wondering if qualification for contact with Ra might include, of the tie we're doing now, might include penetrating this forgetting process. Is this correct? Ra says this is correct. This is quite correct. They say <laughs> this has to do obviously, you know, with uh, Don, Carla, and Jim, having penetrated this forgetting, and realizing that they are wanderers themselves. And yeah, you know, for in order to communicate with higher self you need to do that if you're doing positively of course you know if you're negative you're, all you're doing is cuz see one beautiful thing about negative uh, the view of negative beings is that they feel so separated that even the concept of a higher self to them is like okay if it exists I'll subdue it to my will <laughs> which is possible because you can ask your higher self and say what do you say and then twist that you know for your own uh, illusion of separation but in any case, the question is not that, uh, parentheses closed. Ra says that it is quite correct that to contact Ra, you have to be obviously, you know, um, you have penetrated this for again. So next question. Don says, otherwise, the law of confusion would prohibit this. Is this correct? Ra says, this is correct. Uh, meaning that, of course, you know, you just can't have a um, contact with, uh, with higher self without confusion, you know, because you're in the forgetting process. So, Forgetting, confusion, goes all together. Don says, the next question is 3621. I was also wondering if 3 was the minimum number necessary for this type of working. Is this correct? Ra explains, for protection of this instrument, this is necessary as the minimum grouping and also as the most efficient number due to the exceptional harmony in this group. In other groups, the number could be larger, but we have observed in this contact that the most efficient support is given by the individual mind, body, spirit spirits present at this time. Funny that I don't say complex there. So, um, again, this is why it's personal material that they put in five. But we can get from here that uh, you know, for for the contact of Ra, they needed to be at least three, like they said. And also that they were um, in great harmony. So the three of them were in great harmony. In other groups, it could be larger. I don't know why the number nine came to my mind when I read this, but, you know, it could be larger. But they say that because of the harmony that they had, you know, the uh, three was, was perfect and they couldn't get any better. Ra also said that they... They don't think they would find another group like them three in the future, or at least in the future of third density in planet Earth, this cycle. Um, Again, so they were very glad to have found them and to be able to do that. That's why they repeatedly said that it was an honor for them to communicate this material. And I can say it's an honor for us to read it and uh, be able to discern it. So, thank you, Ra. Thank you, Don, Carla, and Jim, and everybody at NLNL Research who are still doing this. So, uh, Austin, Gary, uh, and Jim, who are still there. Thank you. So, we can go on with gratefulness in our hearts. Ra says, I mean, Don, not Ra. Maybe Don is part of Ra already. I'm a little fussy on a point with respect to the higher self. Now we each, I'm assuming, have a separate or a different higher self at six density positive level is this correct each of us in the room that is here the three of us Ron says this shall be the last full question of this working we shall attempt to aim for the intention of your query as we understand it please request any additional information firstly it is correct that each in this dwelling place has an has one oversoul, as you may call it however Due to the repeated harmonious interactions of this triad of entities, there may be seen to be a further harmonious interaction besides the three entities' higher selves. That is, each social memory complex has an oversoul of a type which is difficult to describe to you in words. In this group, there are two such, such social memory complex totalities blending their efforts with your higher selves at this time. So here I'm going to call complexity for the sake of explanation and I'm going to zoom out to see again everything in Unity because this can leave us very confused. We're talking about different aspects of the One-Self that we represent here because we already know that we are One, okay? However, the way information streams out, it's almost like saying is the river and its affluence and, you know, everything, um, are they all different? Yes, there are different aspects of one body of water flowing through Earth. So we have different affluence to the river, meaning, you know, a river that meets another and it becomes one. And so as it, it goes into the ocean, um, I, if you can see this, you know, there are other, you know, streams that may go out and they go in into the earth and they come out again so it's so many different ways and this is over soul higher self totality beingness and everything else that exists in you know the the line that uh we call the stream of information from source all the way down here so don's question was you know if they all had three i believe um yes separate different higher self see the thing in, in Don's question to me is the word separate you see uh, as you approach unity separation from the human perspective is it's not what it really is you know it's a it's almost like saying you know does your river is you know the same as mine uh, no from here yes from there but as we see that it gets all united into the ocean at the end then yes everything is one it's the same. So, when Ross says, you know, uh, and I love that they say, you know, please request any additional information. I don't think they did uh, in further sessions. Maybe they did in the future, uh, but not relating to this. We'll see. Firstly, it is correct that each in this dwelling place has an oversoul. Yes. So, you have a streaming information that is very in tune with you as you are uh, a manifestation of that self here. So, you do have an oversoul. That is true. It is correct. However, due to the repeated harmonious interactions of the triad of entities, meaning them three, Don, Carla, Jim, um, there may be seen to be a further harmonious interaction besides the three entities, higher selves. So the information of them, it's almost like the three higher selves are working together and merging their information, you know, sharing, like electricity, you know, firing through and not so separate because they're working together so much that it's flashing all together and that's why you find such um, affinity with some people sometimes because your higher selves are connected. That doesn't mean that your higher selves are separate, but they're they they have a more harmonious firing of this electricity, let's call it. You know, so uh, I'm I'm trying to just visualize, you know, uh, something that that can uh, kind of represent what I what I. Uh, how I perceive all of this, but I hope it makes sense coming all from source. And this is why, at the end, I'll bring it back to the ocean. Uh, so, yeah, what else they said? That is, each social memory complex has an oversoul. Now they're going to the social memory complex, meaning that, of course, you know, if, when we are in six density positive, we belong to a, a social memory complex. So, each social memory complex has an oversoul of a type which is difficult to describe to you in words. Because a social memory complex, the way you see it, is a complex of entities that have come united into one. We could become the same thing here on planet Earth, Gaia, the spirit of Gaia, say. That is our social memory complex. Our future social memory complex is the Gaian mind. This is why my channel is called Gaia Awakens. We awaken into the reality that we are one here on planet Earth. So that oversoul, called Gaia in this case, is a type that I believe that's what they're describing, you know, or trying to describe in words that is difficult because now we have a planetary mind and that is also, you know, working with our. If we evolve, planet Earth evolves into sixth density uh, or the Gaian mind evolves into sixth density, then each one of us, as we incarnate again to come help, we can take from the Gaian mind from our own separate higher self, which comes from another planetary. And it becomes very fussy at this point. But you can see the interactions of all these lines of connections between the illusory aspect of self here, all the way up to higher self and the merging of all the minds, the collective mind and the cosmic mind itself. So they say in this group, there are two such social memory complex totalities blending their efforts with your higher selves at this time, meaning that they, uh, let's say maybe Don and Carla were of the same social memory complex and Jim wasn't, or maybe Jim and Carla, or maybe Jim and Don, I don't know, we can speculate, but I don't want to do that. Um, so, yeah, you know, they they had two social memory complex merging. So, I don't know, Ra and uh, say Latui you know, from Fifth Density and Sixth Density, they were merging their social memory complex to also help. So it's all, you know, it's coming back to, to to oneness. It's all one, you know, and as we scale down, then there are different aspects of it. And that's it, you know, that's what the densities are there for. So we can go to the final questions where Don says, <laughs> rightly so, Don, rightly so. It is very difficult at times for us even get a small percentage of understanding from some of these concepts because of our limitation of awareness here. I think some meditation on the communication today will help (laughs) us in formulating questions about these concepts, and I urge every one of you to also meditate on this after you're done with the video. Tonight, uh, today, whenever it is, just do it. Really. Ross says, may we ask for any brief queries before we leave this instrument? And... Don asks one more question. 3624, to finish this video and session, 36, says, I'll just ask one little short one that you may not be able to answer before the final. The short one is, can you tell me what percentage of the Wanderers on Earth have been successful in penetrating the memory block and becoming aware who they are? And then finally, is there anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or improve the context? Ra says, we can approximate the percentage of those penetrating intelligently their status. This is between eight and one half and nine three quarters percent, okay, that's that's terrible, let me reread it. (laughs) This is between eight and one half, so eight and a half, and nine and three quarters, so basically almost 10%. There is a larger percentile group of those who have a fairly well-defined, shall we say, symptomology indicating to them that they are not of this shall we say insanity this amounts to a bit over 50 percent of the remainder nearly one-third of the remainder are aware that something about them is different so a couple of things before i get lost here because so much that we can get out of here and i'll uh, merge it with the conclusions is that uh dot is asking you know if of all the wonders are here what percentage are aware of this? You know that that this is not their true, you know, origin. they're aware that there's more, you know, of them from higher densities. And so Ra, which I really, really love, and I was talking to my friend Lorena, who has a channel in Spanish, parallel to my um, my parallel Spanish channel. Uh, she's awesome. So if you speak Spanish, you should really go check her out, uh, because she explains the Law of One in a brilliant way too. So in any case, we're talking about this, you know, how uh, we love percentages and all this, you know, statistics from the Law of One. I think um, that's what really attracts us to, uh, to, the, to the raw material. But in any case, so they're giving us percentages, which we're going to cover again. Um, but that's what they're talking about. So let's go to the last part of this raw answer where they say So you see, there are many gradations of awakening to the knowledge of being a wanderer. We may add that it is to the middle and first of these groups that this information will, shall we say, make sense. And then they say goodbye in their formal way, as they usually do, which I never include here, but I'm glad to include it whenever possible when they ask these questions and they have answers like this. And Ra says, this instrument is well, the resting place is somewhat deleterious, meaning you know not um, uh, not conducive to uh, to comfort or uh, injury. Not injury, but um, a little uh, a little negative. In any case, not negative in that sense. Anyhow, I'm com- complicating things more than, than I should. <laughs> in its effect upon the comfort of the dorsal side of this instrument's physical vehicle, we have mentioned this before. You are conscientious. We leave you now, my friends. I am Ra. I leave you in the love and in the light of the One Infinite Creator. Go forth, then, rejoicing merrily in the power and the peace of the One Creator, Adonai. So... First of all, you can see, which I never include, Don always asks at the end of every single session if there's anything they can do to... um, Um, make the instrument, Carla, more comfortable. Ra always gives a little bit of information, which, again, I never include because there's not much to take out uh, regarding the Law of One. But this is how they usually say goodbye. And I love it. It's always awesome to read it. Um, And that's it. Now, going back to the question itself of the percentages. First thing I'm going to say is that these percentages are no longer valid right now. Why? Because uh, even though, well, even though, no. Aside from the fact that Wanderers have come increasingly more, I think they said 65 million in 1981. It's been 40 years plus, a couple of months, um, that um, that the rock contact was settled. There has been a huge amount of Wanderers, and this is just my heart. Everybody says. I mean, Dolores Cannon says it too, you know. And uh, We we just intuitively know that as we polarize, we already passed 2012, which was a great threshold. So we know that there is a lot more Wanderers. But even then, the percentiles change, to my opinion. Knowing that we're going through the thinning of the veil also must change this. The fact that you're watching this, the fact that I am speaking about this is, you know, um, it's uh, to me, those percentages are not fixed. Those percentages were based in 1981. So I'll read them really quick so it makes sense to you. Uh, and what I'm going to extrapolate out of this for the conclusion is something that hopefully makes sense to you. And it can be useful. Um, so again, even Ross said that back then, we can approximate the percentage of those penetrating lead their status. And they gave... of them know there are Wanderers, okay, this is 1981, so out of the 65 million, uh, what is that, 650,000 people, Wanderers, knew there were Wanderers, Um, of the population back then was around 4.5 billion, 1981 again, so um, yeah, only 650,000 people were aware that they were Wanderers, so they say... Um, the other around 10% like eight and a half and nine and three quarters just say 10% Um, so um, I love how they say that we can approximate things but it's eight and a half and nine and three quarters of percent (laughs) oh they're beautiful they're just perfect I love them so okay so the other there's a larger percentile which is around 50% a bit over 50% so now we have 10% 10% of um, of the 65 or 650,000. Um, now we have around 50%, that would be around million. I mean, you do the math. We're close to 33 million uh, Wanderers already knowing, you know, that something is, um, that there are Wanderers, and the other 50%, they kind of know that there's something weird about them, that's something different and that they don't belong to this insanity (laughs) shall we say Um, and nearly one third of the remainder one third of the remainder, actually the percentage of 50%, just to be very anal about this, it's about the remainder so, if you subtract um, um, 650,000 out of 65 millions then you get 64 uh, 200, uh, 350. Am I right? So 50% of that is the remainder. Well, that's the remainder. It's 50% of that. Complicating things more than it should, but it's roughly about the same 33. Um, in that case, 33 million people knew. And then one third of the remainder, in this case, uh, a third of the remainder being 30 um, something million, so 10 million or so, they. Notice that something is different. So, in 1981, around 40-something million people that were wanderers knew that something—they either knew exactly that they were wanderers, or they knew, you know, something was very different, and that they didn't belong here, or they just were kind of like, mm, something's something's different, you know, here, uh, something smells funny. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, all of that just to cover it for no reason, I guess. There's always a reason. I don't know. You figure it out. You figure out what the reason why I covered that. But the real important part is that how do you feel now? Do you feel that you are in the 10%, the one that you know that you're a wanderer? Do you feel that you're in the 50% where you know that, you know, "Mm, I don't belong to this insanity, but, you know, I'm not sure what I am. Or do you feel like, you know, it smells funny? (laughs) I don't think you are part of that. I think you're either part of the... Uh, and it's funny because they do say that... Do they say it here? Maybe We may add... This is the beautiful part. We may add... This is raw. We may add that, that it is to the middle and first of these groups that this information, which uh, will make sense. This information, meaning the low of one, the raw material. So to the middle and the first of these groups. So not to the ones that third... Uh, the one-third of the remainder, which was around 11 million or 10-something million in change. Um, it, this information makes sense to those who essentially know that there is something, you know, uh, funny about the world around them and about themselves, that they don't belong here, uh, they don't belong to this insanity, using Ra's words, or that they know there are wonders, of course. So if you are watching this, guess what, you are a wanderer, because otherwise you wouldn't be uh, making sense of this. You would be saying, like, what is this guy talking about? Which is possibly the, you know, the vast majority of people, if you play this video to somebody, you know, in very close, you know, friends, or unless you're blessed, you know, with all penetrated, forgetting, veil, you know, wanderers around you, I'm sure that you can find people around you that you play this and they say, like, that guy's insane. Where's the asylum? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, you know, you you should be, you should feel proud about yourself, you know, in the sense that you have penetrated that veil already. And there you're there, you know, you're you're, all you're doing is connecting the dots that you already knew were there. So I'm glad to be part of that if, you know, you um, if you feel that way and, you know, I'm glad that you are part of this because we need that. And this is all part of the awakening process that we're going through. Which again, you know, I, I feel that as everything it gets uh, prostituted in the way, you know, the awakening, I mean, it gets prostituted, and we think uh, a lot of people think that they're going through, you know, an awakening process of this and that kind. Which is fine, you know, everybody's going through their process. That's that's okay. Uh, but this this awakening process of the wonder is really, I, and I want to take out, you know, any sort of pride out of that. Because the awakening of the wonder is just, you know, to become harmonious with itself and just to say, you know, hooray, you know, I'm awake, <laughs> that's it, you know, it's nothing, you know, it's no extra privilege other than, you know, the privilege of knowing yourself and knowing that you are one with the Creator. So, you know, those who are not there yet, then that's fine, you know, their time will come and we will just be waiting for them to say, hooray, <laughs> you made it too, you are God. So, yeah. All right. So. Conclusions talking about this penetrating of the veil and higher self and everything else. Talk about how you communicate with the higher self, opening these roots of the mind that go all the way to the creator and by default through the higher self. You are aware now that the higher self is information that is already within you. All you need to do is use your will, your intentions, and draw from it. Um, You will, it's not like you're going to be enlightened by just meditating on this what you're calling upon is catalyst through experiences accept those experiences and those catalysts the higher self communicates mainly by experiences or catalysts in the experiences so again this is not to say that you know oh i communicate with my higher self and i'm so spiritual because everything i do you know it's it's very spiritual and higher self and you know look at me i have crystals all around me <laughs> the whole thing um you know, um, making fun of you know the exaggeration of the spiritual being but you know the 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 egotistical spiritual being no the, the the path is to know yourself and to look at every experience and see you know what are the lessons That doesn't mean that you have to be forced you have to force yourself to love the experience. No, the experience is there to teach you a lesson. you know we go through all kind of emotions that's fine it's allowing yourself to be so you know without getting into the details of how to you know process life the idea is to always be an acceptance because your higher self now that you're allowing the will of your mind like i explained earlier the will of your mind directed uh, one-pointed um, single pointed into the higher self and you allow those experiences to bring you the lessons and the catalyst necessary for your growth, then just accept them. Accept them and say, I am one with the creator. I am one with this situation, how can I see? You can always communicate with your higher self more and say, I don't see the lesson here, help me see this lesson. And you will continue to see synchronicities and you know events in your life and people talking to you and so on. You, as long as you're focused into the lessons that you need to, to be, um, Sometimes it can be very simple. Just relax, you know, stop being so stressed. <laughs> you know, go out, breathe, and, you know, rejoice, like Ross said, you know, rejoice merrily in the power and the peace of the one creator. So, you know, just uh, be in tune with that and um, as much as possible. I, I don't know, I can't give you any shortcuts to that. There are no shortcuts there. Just, you know, have that will, will focus towards uh, the higher self. And you will reap the benefits. I mean, if a guy like me can do it, trust me, everybody can do it. I am very uh, obtuse in learning all these things. And, you know, it works for me. I I just surrender to it. So, that's it. We finished session 36. And exactly at the hour in my screen, hour and 11 minutes and 11 seconds. You should probably take a screenshot of that. I love it. Um... We have come to the end of Session 36, Part 2. And what we have is Session 37 next time, which is going to be short. It's going to be very different. And I have something special uh, for it because it has to do with the raw contact. You can go ahead and read it and see exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, It's not in the original books, mostly, or vast majority. It's in Book 5, as you will see. But in any case, that's all I got. Thank you so much for watching. As usual, I hope this was helpful and I'll see you in session 37. After recording the Spanish video, I realized that I made a huge mistake in my math here when we were talking about the percentages. So I kind of figured it now with a cold head and I believe I got the percentages right. So if we were talking about 1981, 65 million wonders, if I remember correctly too, that Ross said that was the amount of wonders that we had, Then they said that approximately, once again, it's 10% of those who are awake, let's call them fully awake, that would be 6,500,000, not 650,000, that would be 1%. Then that would leave a remainder of 58,500,000, of which 50%, which is 29,250,000, would be the mediumly awake, and then... If we combine those 6,500,000 with the 29,250,000, uh, we would take out that 30% uh, of the remainder of all the total wanderers would be 10,750,000. That would mean that around 45,500,000 wanderers were in the process of awakening, fully awake to. Mightly, maybe something uh, is wrong with me and society and me fitting in all this stuff <laughs> so that would remain uh, remain um, i believe 19 million five hundred thousand that were asleep again these numbers mean absolutely nothing today but they mean everything to me right now because i wanted to get the numbers right so if you do the math and you get something different please leave them in the comments because i love tinkering with this stuff all right Now it's time to go. Thank you and I'll see you next time.